Hello everybody and welcome or welcome back to our podcast. Now before you start listening, I'd recommend that you grab a coffee, pick something to eat or find a cozy spot and start listening. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. We really hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to our podcast. I am Radhika. My pronouns are they them she her. and i am srishti and my pronouns are she and her and today we are discussing the problems which the things which irritate people from lgbtq community and believe me and believe us we have a lot to unpack here definitely i've been looking forward to this since the first meet i had uh, with you all i'm new to the podcast team so this was something that i was really looking forward to but i'm so glad we are finally here definitely and i mean like um like for me personally i am questioning so i don't know how i fit in into the community and the whole thing so it's sort of confusing so even then talking to somebody about these things just makes it easier and i hope that this podcast or this episode does that for a few other people as well definitely like most of my questioning i have done is through like very close friends who were so open about the entire you know topic and were so supportive of me um two of my very close friends and i think i have only discovered my identity through them as in not that they have been of any influence but because of their support i was able to like you know not be very the ridden by shame or guilt yeah. and whatever like the social constructs that were holding me back true i mean something which happens with me as well is that when you talk to somebody else and you're talking like talking it out loud you sort of realize a lot of things about yourself at that moment and i feel like when you have supporting friends and a support good support system it really helps and i really hope that if even if you don't have that in your life right now this episode sort of does that for you so true and there's our community is so big on the internet like i mean there are definitely bullies and there are definitely homophobic people out there but there are also so many supportive friends and even if you're not right now in the mental space to you know reach out to people you just need to know ki there are a lot of people like us who love you for who you are and definitely. i hope that's comforting in any way possible definitely and like now yeah. i think we have everything we we've given you a gist of what we're going to do let's talk about the things which irritate us or are problematic to us and i think the first thing which we want to discuss today here is how people are so unaware about the difference between genders and sexual preference romantic preference and a lot of other things and i think radhika has a lot of things to say about this and a lot of stuff to unpack here so i'll i'll let her take the stage here yeah yeah thanks so uh, i think mostly when i didn't know it we know about the difference between sexuality gender or types of attraction you know was basically when i was very ignorant and i was very in my own bubble so i didn't know 
about the community or i also had internalized homophobia because of the environment that i grew up in so just to make it clear for you all um let me unpack a two different things okay sexuality and gender are two different things sexual attraction first of all there are types of attraction it can be platonic okay it can be aesthetic it can be romantic it can be sexual attraction sexuality and gender is different see attraction is about who you like who you get attracted to but gender is your own image about yourself so say uh, gender is a spectrum so on one side there's masculine aligning you know again gender is a social yeah. construct yeah i mean like it's not the binary which we have created it to be definitely i mean that it, it just gets so difficult to express it and even now that i'm questioning my own you know gender it just gets so difficult i'm like because the entirety of it as a construct i mean what should i base my identity on is again it again becomes like a You like know, it becomes I'm difficult just... mostly because i feel like um, in our society we uh, relate gender with genitalia which is not true i mean genitalia is something which is like a biological factor and a gender is a social construct so there's no intimate connection as such between them which we are taught from you know since our like nursery or kg i mean since our beginning of education we are taught that there are two genders and this is how it works and nobody Again, told me that is also not true exactly like nobody told me that there is like there's a difference between gender and genitalia and that how gender is a social construct like as you said right that you were very unaware and there was this internalized um, homophobia i feel like all of us have gone through that phase at some point in our life because these are things we do not talk about hmm which makes it so much more difficult to relate what you're feeling and you try to discount your feelings like a lot of times that maybe you're trying to seek attention or this is just a phase because we don't talk oh about man, these things that's so true like i had the entire phase of just being like oh maybe i'm just doing it for the attention I right know, now right. also because i don't have any labels or i don't want to tell my labels again which can be a personal choice Uh, i think i fall under you know the ace arrow spectrum somewhere more on the yeah. arrow side like aromantic side um and again panplatonic but like the the thing is i'm constantly changing my labels so this whole narrative about you know um, you know because we are questioning our own sexuality it means that we are just you know experimenting and it's just like you know again it shouldn't be like respected that is so bad so toxic like exactly i ha- like people be like okay but yesterday you were bisexual today you are yeah. pansexual does that mean that uh, you know because just because you are questioning and you are always evolving that means we shouldn't respect your identity yeah, yeah. how how difficult it is for you to just be just supportive human decency yeah exactly I mean I think that also comes from this um, notion that people feel entitled to know about you like they have this no r- idea that they have a right to know what is your sexual preference they have a right to know uh, what gender you identify as it's as if they need to know everything about you 
and they need to put, fit you like fit everybody into a box like that is how people's brain work like i need to but, know if this person fits as a man or a woman like they just people aren't ready to accept that there can be more than two boxes it's possible that there are no boxes it's like people's lives and they can choose anything any day i can choose to be something today and come something completely different tomorrow because it's my life how does it affect you that reminds me like one of my friend um, was questioned i guess about their uh, sexuality or gender and the correct response they gave was uh, would you are you going to ask me on a date and uh, the person said that no then the per- uh, my friend said it's not like your business then i was like such a badass answer that exactly way. i mean i'm i i would hopefully use that like hopefully in the sense i would have the courage to use courage. that someday oh god same i again yeah so i was explaining the gender spectrum yeah. so say there are like masculine aligning features on the left side of the spectrum and there are like a uh, female you know social construct again yeah, female yeah. aligning constructs on the right side of the spectrum you know whatever you assign to be like feminine and whatever you assign to be masculine so say this is like a binary but a spectrum is you can fall anywhere in the binary you can be in the middle you can even be a gender or you can also be little fem- on the feminine side but still non binary you can still be yeah. little on the masculine side you can st- it's a it's you a could spectrum. be gender fluid you could be gender fluid that you feel differently every single day you could be a person with a beard who knows that they are a woman like I think the our whole complaint is that why are you trying to fit us into boxes? And why why do like queer people need to look a certain way? Right? Exactly right. Like, why why do you need like you know gay people need to have feminine you know features like they need to yeah behave in a certain way? They I think that a lot of it comes way. from a lot of it comes from pop culture. that lesbian mm-hmm. like for example lesbian women would be a very a very butch woman someone who's very muscular and a gay man would be somebody who is um, very feminine like as you said right and like we have created these ideas in our mind that how some people are supposed to behave which is not that how is it works exactly i mean that is where everyone needs to understand the difference between sexuality and gender that is where you are yeah. blurring the lines which is fine only if the person is so like you know if a person True. is non binary and likes women so as long as you know their identity it's fine to make some presumptions but if you don't know their identity why are you making their gender presumptions based on sexuality because that again those two things are completely different who you are yeah. attracted to and who you see yourself as as correct and, and as you said like mean... even sorry like as you said in um, attraction also like as you said now that there's a difference between romantic attraction and sexual attraction and then this thing about being a platonic attraction and then aesthetics and i feel like that is so true because a lot of mm-hmm. times the romantic attraction you might feel some romantic attractions towards somebody but it's not necessary that you feel the sexual attraction in the same intensity for them like these exactly. two things these things are so completely different for a lot of people definitely like you know you like someone and you uh, you know pers- 
you know you are you want to you know pursue them romantically necessarily does not mean that you want to have you want to be in their bed the next day. yeah exactly and i think that sort of brings me to something which irks me a lot is over sexualization of queer relationships yeah it, again that's what it irritates me a lot oh my i'm sorry to interrupt you no no it's fine and i think even like as you talked about like the a spectrum right and um mm-hmm. i somewhere feel like maybe i am demisexual like as i maybe i'm not mentioned it but like i'm questioning so i am not sure about anything but mm-hmm. um, demisexuality is something which makes sense to me and then i feel like ki how uh, a lot of times uh, the a spectrum is sort of ignored in the whole the lgbtq conversation like it's sidelined a lot of times yeah because like mostly it's about like trying to normalize you know sexuality and yeah. you know basically sexual relationships which are with different genders aligning to yeah. different genders but again i think it's not very healthy to keep aside the a spectrum because so many of us are there out there and so many of us are uh, going through it and we need this community Yeah. we need this community and we deserve to be in this community and we and want honestly, to honestly i believe yeah you're right and honestly i believe that a lot of people going through this don't just don't know what the name for it is do you ever yeah. feel like that that you were going through something you just didn't know what the what I mean, how exactly. to define it yeah i was like, going through happening? stuff and then i was like no i was like i thought ki this was something that was problematic with me and then later when i found this term it was as if like a bulb lit up in my head i know right it's amazing how internet has helped a lot of us i mean i don't know people i mean i know there's a bad side to internet but i feel like especially in our country where there's such less conversation about all of this I feel like it, it. The internet has really helped us. There was this like Instagram uh, quote that got really popular. I guess it was you know about um, people you know questioning their gender and sexuality a lot in the lockdown. It makes us you know it. It was so wholesome in a way because we were so away from everyone that yeah. we got this time to reflect on ourselves. Right. So it. it clearly showcased how much of our identities depend on how we are perceived because mm. i mean personally i wouldn't be this uh, you know this confident in my identity or at least i wouldn't be this open about my identity if i didn't get the time for self reflection where i wasn't judged you know i was only very close and talking on the phone with two people who were most supportive and most openly loving people of you know my friends so it was a really nice time if i were to be in a social situation in the society where there are so many social constructs there are so many social biases there are so many misunderstandings about the community i don't think i would have been this confident and i don't think i would have explored my identity so much i think that makes complete sense to me because I, and i relate to that also on a level because like this lockdown period has held me not only realizing things about my sexuality but about other aspects of my life as well because i was so de- de- um, detached from like real world so to speak 
because i had time yeah. to reflect right and a lot of oh. things which i find irritating now i have thought about them in this period i started to pay attention because i feel like in the daily hustle of the normal quote unquote normal life we don't pay attention to a lot of things to which we did pay attention in the lockdown period because we had time yeah and like I, I, as i said the over sexualization thing i think that was a lockdown thing for me have you noticed how when straight couples are showed in movies or anywhere mm-hmm. there's this thing like they will see into each other's eyes and there will be these sweet moments there's things about them going on dates and everything and there is mm-hmm. that romantic attraction right there are other things to their life other than their sexuality like straight people have different yeah, yeah. parts of their life but oh my god when, yeah i get where you're going you yeah, know like they have relationships like, like mm-hmm. queer people in queer for queer people in their life the most important thing is their queer relationship and in that relationship as well the most important part is like how like how difficult it is for them to find somebody or how their sexuality is playing out like there is no small small sweet moments of them going to like maybe an airport or a cafe or having small fights about who is going to cook and who is going to wash the plates like there is no normalcy to it there is just pain or sex or something very extreme there is no normalcy to these relationships these que- in queer representation and it irritates me a lot i mean th- so true that's so true i mean you know like the whole uh, perspective you know people keep on mocking us because we make our sexual identities and gender identities our, our entire life it is not us who are making that it is exactly. you who have not who have you're not normalizing it that's why you are giving it so much importance and that's why you feel like our life surrounds it no exactly. we are we are a normal member of the society we do stuff that normal people do we go to colleges we go yeah we have shit ton of assignments please <laughs> and uh, we go to schools and we just normal people yeah. and we just have we just want to be in healthy relationships and if you want to make our entire life revolving about you know how we are so adamant on finding that one partner as an aromantic that's not even you know again being a part of the queer community being a aromantic as well i mean that's not an aromantic that's not even one of the things that i look forward to also i feel like coming from straight people that everything is about sexuality it seems a bit hypocritical because literally there are toothpaste ads and like deodorant ads which are based on how straight men and women are attracted to each other it's so like these people I mean, should I just never... shouldn't talk about how <laughs> queer people are making everything about their sexuality because you're doing it literally in everything whether it be movies or books or any sort of pop culture even advertisements like everything is surrounded by your romantic attraction and sexuality but when queer people do it you find it imposing and that's yeah, just you find it you find it as of like it's an agenda of us the gay agenda exactly. where we are trying to make everyone gay Yeah I don't know why people love to say this but yaar why do you have to make everything about that I'm like what does that even mean it's my life how yeah, can yeah. i not talk about my life how is talking about my life wrong 
Yeah, like I mean, that's where that's where they're getting it wrong. Like we want to normalize it, so we want it to be included. You tell us about your exes. You tell us about your girlfriends, and boyfriends. yeah, we just want to tell you about like okay, we found this, I mean, this person cute. Yeah, and I mean, I don't think we're even actively a lot of us aren't even trying to normalize it as a like activism sort of thing. We're just living our life. Yeah, because that's we have been normal. Yeah. Exactly, we have normalized it for ourselves. Yeah. And now that we are going out and having these conversations with the people, like you know, normal people, we just like find it. I mean, I personally find it like very difficult when someone gives me a particular look. I'm like, oh, I'm already done with the self reflection. Now I don't know how to see your look. You know, how do I interpret this? Yeah. I mean, people are weird, and then even like talking about um, uh, pop culture, and like as we talked about movies, right, and how like there's so much concentration on pain and suffering, and then like maybe over sexualization. I that irritates me obviously, and that sort of brings me to a segue to queer baiting as well, like which happens a lot in pop culture, like at least in for the past decade, I think it's happening a lot. Like yeah, definitely. Like you know, I'll tell you in short for the audience. Like if you don't know what queer yeah. baiting is, it is we now as we are growing as a community. It's like basically having characters who are queer coded into a movie or a film or a type of art, but actually they are they are not. They're just represented, but later it's just to attract this audience. who would like to see and you know see some represent we get so less representation srishti yeah we exactly so- i mean we get so such less representation that people would jump at a chance of having any sort of representation right so like as you said uh, these people aren't actually queer there's just some sort of hint that they might mm-hmm. be queer like these characters or sometimes it also happens uh, that uh, there will be queer characters But they have like a two-minute role, like hardly two yeah, or three like minutes of the characters. whole movie. Yeah, they just, just appear. That, okay, yeah. we are okay with LGBTQ. I yeah. mean, you know, the whole uh, I have I cannot be racist because I have a black friend yeah. perspective. That happens with queer friends also. Yeah, people are like, oh my god, no, I have this friend who's gay. I cannot be homophobic. I'm like, fine. And then they go on to use homophobic slang. Yeah. And it just irritates me so much. Oh my god! But like talking about queer baiting, like queer baiting recently, ha- uh, recently has also started with celebrities. Also, I feel like like earlier it used to happen in movies and everything, right? But now celebrities mm-hmm. are creating a brand for themselves. And I might get hate for this, but like I've read uh, a lot of in a lot of places that Harry Styles and um, Billy Eilish, like these people, are sort of queer baiting because um they use uh they use uh things which have already been done by a lot of queer people who were shamed mm-hmm. for it, you know, and they face repercussions because of it. But now these people are being applauded for it, and they are creating a brand for themselves, like. I don't know, I... like when Billy Porter, Billy Porter has been doing uh, gender fluid fashion for years now, and mm-hmm. so beautifully. I mean, you know, and while I appreciate that uh, Harry Styles is doing it, I feel like 
I appreciate I mean, that. I don't know about Harry Styles though. Yeah. As in, sorry to interrupt you, but I mean, he's always been open about his support for the LGBTQ yeah. community. So I don't know where to take that as. But the thing is, maybe uh, he's just not. Yeah, it confuses me as well because as I get what you're saying. Just, yeah, he just doesn't know his identity. Yeah, I mean, he's exactly. Just questioning. Yeah, and that then is right now. If questioning, then maybe he's just experimenting. Ooh. I don't Ooh. know about Billy though. The recent video was I just I was surprised, but then again I was like, mm, "What are you hinting?" At? Yeah. Okay, so that is it, what happens. What I think also, right? Like, oh, because these people are celebrities, they don't have an obligation to come out. That is true. Mm-hmm. But then I have I think seen. Should have an obligation. Yeah, exactly. But then though. come to to have a very Indian and very clear, uh, like example of this. Uh, there are a lot of males and straight, like cis head male, uh, social media influencers on uh, hmm. Indian Indian scene on Instagram, uh, <coughs> who have started using makeup, and they are doing a lot of gender fluid fashion. and these people hmm. are being applauded for it like anything like oh my god these people are so cool they're not scared to do this and that and they are breaking boundaries and uh, they are oh, bending wow. gender norms and i feel like great great for them but when a queer person does that the amount of hate they receive for doing the exact same thing just shows the hypocrisy that when a man who is straight male rich wears a skirt you are saying that that person is bending gender roles but when a queer and like maybe somebody who is not as rich somebody who is using fashion for emancipation you are mocking them and that just shows you don't have a problem with clothes also you just you're just inherently homophobic man as a as a i what i think is about that is i mean it's uh them breaking the gender norms is fine i mean they are privileged and yeah. uh, that's also fine but i the hypocrisy like you mentioned i think that's where the problem yeah. lies yeah exactly i am grateful grateful in this i'm very happy that straight uh, men are also breaking gender rules right that they are saying that clothes don't have a gender anybody can wear anything i'm happy for it i'm happy for them that they are doing this with clothes and makeup and everything but i just feel like it this thing was started by the queer community right they have mm-hmm. put their labor into it they have suffered for it they are still mm-hmm. suffering for it and now these uh, people these privileged people come in they use those ideas they use the like the labor which has been done by queer people right sort they are sort of hmm. using all the groundwork which has been laid and now they are capitalizing on it and they are earning on it they are also getting appreciation but where do queer people going to go like where do they go in this whole narrative then? yeah exactly there was this uh, i think i forgot the term it's uh, you know like uh, there was this post also of stv about Uh, fetishizing right mm, monetizing uh, based on capital all these capital yeah, capitalist yeah. institutions making money in the pride month by you know yeah that too is like always happens like whenever pride month comes everybody suddenly goes rainbow 
I'm like, first of all, please buy from small businesses. Exactly. There are queer people who really need your help to get out of yeah. toxic households, to get the education that they like, the you know the basic human decency, respect yeah. to be respected in their hometowns. Please support their small businesses first of all. I mean, or you buying some merch from some capitalist company is not gonna give them any support whatsoever. It would just be it would just be cool for you to walk on the street and see a queer people, and they would like to see that you are wearing a pride merch. But again, it really doesn't do much. But again. I mean, it's your. And also, I don't care. Like, I even like for whatever you believe in capitalism or not, that's not even the point here for me. The point here Mm -hmm. is like a lot of these organizations. For example, there was this whole uh, like a lot of people might have seen it that uh, in America, Chick Fil A uh, did this whole like they support the LGBTQ rights and they did the rainbow thing and. They oh, did right. campaigns. They did campaigns, and a lot of queer people because they feel seen and they feel nice. And a lot of straight people who feel apologetic in the month of uh, Pride Month. So yeah. these people give money, like they go ahead and buy the merch and everything, right? But then it was found yeah. out that Chick Fil A's um, founder or CEO, I'm not sure, but that person yeah. actually donates to organizations which are anti-LGBTQ rights and the organizations which are extremely homophobic i mean and that happens in india also right like a lot of straight people will go ahead and change their businesses logo to rainbow and like everything will be colorful but you need to realize that pride month isn't about rainbows and colors it's about you supporting queer people in their actual lives so unless and until you're not supporting to uh, transgender rights you're not supporting supportive of um, asexual people you're not supportive of pansexual people you're not supportive of every kind of person that exists then you're not supportive of lgbtq rights because it's just not about gays and lesbians or just same-sex marriages and everything right there are a lot of aspects to it and you're just saying that i don't have the time to read it or i don't i'm just not aware in today's day and age does not make sense to me because if you have go if you have the time to go ahead and watch binge watch a whole series during the night then i think you have time to read for an hour i guess um yeah i mean i would rather say ki you know uh, if you really do feel sympathetic about lgbtq community members because there are people dying and there are people huh. who are getting killed because of their identities if you do feel sympathy and if you have a little bit of time then please just do a little bit of research in your free time and maybe read a little about um, intersectionality queer rights queer theory uh, you know um, artists such as audrey um, yeah all these people who just the history of your community yeah. and also being like completely honest i don't think i have done a lot to be very honest like i don't know a lot about queer history but then i feel like you should at least know that um like how different people identify as and if you're going ahead and saying that you know what i support people in pride month then maybe know why pride month was started just it takes 10 minutes right I feel like it just—it's—it mean, depends on the priority. It just shows that how much priorities this thing holds in your life. 
I mean, watch your whole Netflix series at the night. I don't yeah. care. But in the morning, if I come and tell you that I am gay, don't be like, oh, I don't support you because it's none of your business. First of all, yeah. And I'm like, I mean, if uh, if you know the lines of normality have blurred so much, uh, even after the as soon as the COVID time started, I think so many lines of blood, and even before that, the lines of normality. Yeah, I, think I mean, I think the lines blurry. were blurred. Yeah, always the lines blurry, were always blurred. Think, hmm, correct, you're you right. just got the time to like yeah, see that how right. blurry they were. Uh, and also to everyone who feels like they're an ally or who just doesn't know about the LGBTQ community, I just want to ask you like one thing. Don't take it offensively or even don't take it, don't even think too much about it. But do question about your gender and do question about your sexuality. Do you think whatever you find attractive is a construct? Do you think it is uh, built up by the society you live in? Do you think it it is the way you grew up? It, do you think it is just the way you like it? Or is it like, you know, you've just been made to believe yeah. that that is what you like? Like, so that is where my questioning started in the first place. You know, when I was doing all the questioning about my sexuality, yeah. it basically started where I was like, oh, okay. So this is what the society taught me, but... These other options I also really, exist for me. Yeah, like what is that I really think? Yeah. Like, you know, if I just keep this all my things aside like you know if I just keep my gender aside if I just keep my sexuality aside if I just keep all the social constructors constructs and biases aside what is that I really like what are the qualities that I really like in a person and yeah. when you start questioning that it would be so much easier for you to accept everyone and just take your time you know I mean I completely get it I have friends who are not okay with LGBTQ community before but that also comes from sort of ignorance and yeah. most of the time it's not very like they don't really mean it it is just because of how you know society we have grown up them. yeah but yeah I but mean, as Gen Z as you know the people of 2021 I think if 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 you could just take a little bit of time aside and just stop judging. Yeah. I think it would do so much of... I mean, like change. you said, I mean, something which you said makes, reminded me of something like you said, right? That is it something which I really like or is it something which I've been taught? Which hmm. like sort of makes, makes a lot of sense to me because I think, because in our society, straight is the default. Like, you are, yeah. like, by default, straight, by default. Oh, uh, I wish straight uh, people had to come had, out. Yeah, exactly. So and, oh my god, that reminds me, there's this amazing scene Simon. in uh, Love Simon. There's this amazing scene in Love Simon where, uh, <laughs> like, kids are telling their parents that I'm straight and then their parents are yeah. bawling their eyes out. Oh, that, oh my god. god, you're straight. I'm so disappointed. It's that, so cool, Srishti. Yeah. We have never talked before this, right? But we're just no. having a conversation like we're yeah. just some old friends or like something like that. But then this that tells you so much. That tells you so much about the community that we have such similar experiences. And yeah. that is why we need to be together and hold each other up because who else is going to do it for us? Oh God, I mean... 
definitely I mean, that is why pride month matters and that is why coming out to people who you care about matters because you need to create a community for yourself and that will only help us you know to um, go you know normalize it and to yeah. move forward with our lives i think and i mean, get the right representation first of all yeah i think we have like talked a lot about this and i feel like there were a lot of issues which we didn't cover which irritate us but i think we still talked a lot so i think in the end we just uh, hope that all our queer babies find some support something relatable in this episode and all our ally friends go ahead and think about the things we talked about here and i think with that we come to an end radhika yes. it was great talking to you so good talking to you srishti i just can't believe this is our first time talking i you know in conclusion i, I would like to say that there are a lot of supportive people out there and it's just a matter of thoda sa you know a little bit of effort from your side you have come a lot you've come far far away from where we started just take that little step you can even reach out to us on the stv page right yes anytime and there are a lot of amazing posts which we have which will tell you a lot about the community so go ahead and check out the stv instagram page check out our podcasts other episodes and we'll see you next time bye